Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. Show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 78 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. The smoke from the Canadian wildfires has found its way down to the southern Minnesota area. So this episode comes to you with itchy eyes and the dank smell of a smoldering early morning campfire. But I'm excited about all of the music featured on this installment. So I'm thinking that will more than make up for things. I'm going to start things off with a track from a duo out of Sweden called Neutral that I'm super into right now. The group features Dan Johannesson, who some may recognize for his solo work as Sewer Election, or perhaps his duo Heinz Hoff, amongst several other projects. And he's working here with Sophie Herner. And their sound is much different from the more outright noise approach that I'm familiar with of Johannesson's other work. This group really ties together several different areas of sound exploration that I'm quite fond of, from moody post-punk to wonky tape collage to blurry pop and psychedelia. They're kind of like the Freeform Freakout dream band, really. I'll get things started here and I'll let you check it out for yourself. So from their second full-length release out on Omlot Records... This is Neutral with a track called Endas. Thank you. 
Acoustic sounds of composer Panos Alexiades out of Greece. And this comes from a, a new label out of uh, Athens, Greece, actually, called Thalamos, and received a batch of tapes of theirs, their first four, and they are all just top notch uh, in terms of this kind of similar sound dealing with uh, tape manipulation, subtle electronics, and uh, I'll definitely be playing some more from that label, but uh, this is one that really caught my ear when I first listened through them. The tape was called Orphan, and you're hearing a sidelong piece from that tape called Struggling Essence. In front of that, some interesting collage cut-up work from Brian Rurick, a guy who's been at it for years and years out of uh, Canada. I, I first heard his stuff um, maybe in the last decade or so when he had some releases out on Benefer Editions or In Your Disc, a couple of, I believe, now defunct Canadian labels who always put out these great hand-assembled, handmade editions. But Rourke is a innovative improv guitarist. He sounds like no other. And here, on this release for Kendra Steiner Editions, called Actual Size Digress Again, or Degress Again, there's definitely guitar work going on, but lots of quick-cut edits, really low-tech collage work. But I really, really like this one. I played a track called OK, OK from that, 
And this is the first outright release from Brian Rourke on Kendra Steiner Editions. The, there was that collaborative release that he had done with fellow Canadians, Fossils. And then they had another one that was dedicated to him. So I know he was uh, an inspiration to them. They had There's a nice little write-up that one of the members of Fossils put up uh, as, far, as like a little promo blurb to Brian Rourke and the work that he's done over the years. We heard from Polvo in front of that. Maybe an odd choice for inclusion, but I don't think so. They're a band that uh, I always thought was really quite interesting, maybe a bit underappreciated. A group that came out of the whole 90s indie rock scene out of North Carolina. Thought I'd play that. Uh, one of their founding members and drummer, Eddie Watkins, had passed away just a, a little over a week ago. And I thought I'd pull out and maybe revisit some of that material. The track that I played came from their Touch and Go release called Exploded Drawing. I always thought they had a nice way of mixing up those like moody, slint-style rock songs with those bordering on proggy arrangements at times. And uh, again, they kind of stood out from a lot of those 90s-era bands. Thought I'd play that too. Uh, that album was recorded by Bob Weston, you know, member of Shellac and uh, affiliate of Steve Albini. It's the track in front of it, new stuff from Alpha Strategy out of Canada. Was recorded by Steve Albini in Chicago. Alpha Strategy, we played some of this stuff before. So a group that started out. Is a solo thing by Rory Hinchy, and has kind of slowly developed into this full-fledged rock band, really punkish, loose in the style of like the birthday party or something like that. I really love you know, the heaviness and the slurred vocals, but the uh, the band has changed quite a bit. I remember getting an early EP from them, and I still break that out quite often. Uh, it had artwork by Graham Lampkin, but it was more like him doing little cut-up beats and, and you know singing over the top of it using like girl gr- uh, girl group drum loops and stuff like that but this is a new self-released rele- uh, self-released cassette and I don't even think the cassette is out yet but it's available free digitally it's called drink the brine get scarce and we heard a track called path from that one a really interesting release that recently came out on Orange Milk in front of that, you know, a label that's probably known for more of their experimental electronic music or even dance music and footwork. And here they go and put out this really forward-thinking metal record uh, from a band that I believe is from their immediate area in, in Ohio. A band called Dross. And this release called boy man machine and I'm not much of a a metal fan anymore I I grew up listening to metal but this is a really really interesting record Um, I mean it does fit within their catalog in terms of being definitely experimental Um, it's metal but it's very odd and uh, I think some people should be checking this one out because 
even if you're not a big metal fan, I think there's a lot in there that you might enjoy. If you're listening to this show, there's probably elements of it you'll enjoy. Put a, a shorter piece from that one called Heat and Patience, and copies are definitely still available, so check that one out. Played something from, I guess, Q backslash backslash Q. I've never been able to quite figure out how you say this project. It is a German army offshoot side project, and we've played stuff in the past. It's been a while, though, since we've heard anything from this one. Maybe one of the few German army projects that's slowed down a bit. That's that's kind of a rarity because I think I've gotten maybe a half dozen German army tapes in the, like the last two or three months. I just I can hardly keep up with them. But uh, this is a really strong release. Comes out on a, a label called Entertainment Systems, and I played a track called Phantom Cargo, and the tape is called Witch Craze. Then we started off again with that really great track from Neutral called Endas. But I'm going to switch gears here and play this awesome reissue from the Danish Fluxus composer Henning Christensen that Penultimate Press just put out. This is really strong stuff, a nice follow-up to that uh, collaborative release that they put out with uh, Kai Records a few years back. This is called Requiem of Art Fluxorum Organum to Opus 50. And I'm going to play an excerpt here from the A side, a little bit more calm uh, than the B side, which gets pretty, uh, pretty uh, I don't even know the word to describe it, pretty out there. And I love it. But I think we'll just kind of ease into this one to give you a taste. And then you should definitely check out and pick up this one. So again, this is Henning Christensen here. Vater, die Lasch! 
calling you. I'm 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 calling you.
Right, you have the mesmerizing sounds of Mura behind me right now. It's Matt Earl's long-running solo project. Matt being the brains behind the great Breakdance the Dawn label out of Australia. In fact, this release originally came out on Breakdance the Dawn and was later reissued in this vinyl version by Wormwood Grasshopper. I guess given the title Wormwood Grasshopper LP, though I believe the original was just simply untitled. And you're hearing an excerpt here from the A side of this release. In front of that, we started with Henning Christensen. I thought we'd kind of tie up the end of that set with uh, another Christensen. Talking about Stefan Christensen. Another track from this new tape out on Night People Records. We had played something when Sean Reed was down. The release is called Is Real. It's more of the same. And we played a track called I Am The Timepiece and really like that uh, tape very much in the vein of like Expressway Records, kind of a this kind of punishment, anything Jeffries related. And Christensen was also in the band The Estrogen Highs. But this here again, this is solo work. Really, really good stuff. And I think there's tapes available from Night People for that one yet. In front of that, we heard from a UK solo project, maybe a group, I'm not quite sure, a little bit mysterious, called I Know I'm an Alien from a new self titled, self released tape. I actually read a review about this tape in The Wire about a month or two ago and they had made reference to this being maybe a bit like the pheromones and of course that piqued my interest instantly Um, I suppose a little bit because singing about kind of mundane workaday kind of things but very bizarre there's a little bit of a, a residence feel to what's happening here And of course, when you get little promo blurb that reads something like this, I know I'm an alien is a music made by an incarnated alien from the fifth dimensional star realms in humanoid form and his impressions on current human behavior and their funny outlook on life. You know you've got something bizarre on your hands. And it is. Fun release, though. And that's available both as a cassette and digitally. If you follow the link, it'll bring you to the I Know I'm an Alien Bandcamp page where you can uh, check that out. In front of that long-running project of Frank Bow out of Tennessee, we heard from Sparkling Wide Pressure. Longtime favorite of the show. I've always been a, a fan of Frank's work. Just has that nice washed-out, kind of folky, droning pop sound to what he does. This is from his latest release out on Cabin Floor Esoterica called Night Sky Body. And we played a track called Prism of Stars. Kind of hard to tell where tracks begin and end on that one. They all kind of bleed together uh, effortlessly. But another great release from Frank. Some really battered up, broken down tape collage work from a new-to-me group called Electro Harem out of Russia. And 
This also comes from that post-materialization music label. I played something uh, from that label last week as well, our last show as well. This one comes with really, really great silkscreen artwork, uh, both on the in this big brown bag, oversized bag. And within it was bound up with uh, some th- uh, thread or something of that nature with more silkscreen work on it. Uh, really interested with what this label is doing. Kind of all has that smoky, uh, hazy quality to it. And I just played an excerpt again from the A side of that one. Going back several decades to a recording from 1970 from Sten Hansen, a Swedish sound poet, experimental poet and composer. This comes from that wonderful collection that Elgamarga, Elgamargan, excuse me, had put out that uh, brought together the complete recordings of Henry Chopin's uh, great review U publication. And it's fun to kind of break that one out every couple months and just check out a few tracks that maybe you didn't uh, pay that close attention to the first go-through. But uh, Sten Henson, all the the offerings uh, in this collection from him are top-notch. The one that I happened to play was called Revolution. And I thought I'd play that following that little excerpt you heard from the new Henning Christensen reissue, uh, which was first publicly performed also in the year 1970. And apparently the title of that Henning Christensen album, Requiem of Art Fluxorum Organum 2 Opus 50, that is a mouthful, it it means uh, a requiem over the role of art in the 1960s. And uh, these recordings are just uh, definitely worth tracking down. Like I said, it was a great follow-up to the, uh, what was it called, Cruz music that both Kai and Penultimate Press had put out together back a few years ago. I actually think this one might even be a little bit stronger of a release. And it's a nice pressing, nice artwork. It comes with a uh, pamphlet of the score and color. But check that one out. I'm going to switch things up quite a bit here, going back with some more archival material. This is from a group out of the UK called Red Square, little-known avant-rock group that really sort of prefigured a lot of things that would come in the wake of their recordings. Kind of like, to me, more of a, almost a no-wave sound to this group. But they had only put out a couple of tapes, actually, and then they broke up. But they had actually performed around in the early 70s with groups like Henry Cow. They played with Lal Coxell and David Toop. But on this recording that Gearson just put out, features rare and uh, lost 70s recordings and uh, some never heard before studio sessions. And then there is a live set here. It's pretty explosive, actually, where they had opened for Henry Cow. Uh, this is in the mid-70s. But uh, I'm going to play 
really the opening track here that will you know, give you a nice taste of what this band is all about. It's called Nakamichi Number no. 3, again from Red Square.
Right, this is the latest release from Rachel Evans' ongoing solo project, Motion Sickness of Time Travel, a release that comes out on her and her husband Grant's post-Hooker Vision label called Adversary, which seems to be focused on more long-form works from the couple. And sadly, it looks like this one's already out of print, but maybe uh, check like Aquarius Records. I believe they've been stocking the Adversary releases, the handful that have come out so far. And the uh, Adversary had recently posted information about a new release from Quiet Evenings, which is uh, Grant and Rachel's long-running project together. It's been a while since they put anything out under that name, so looking forward to hearing that one. In front of that, we heard from a new collaboration called Pay the Rent out of Pittsburgh. This comes out on White Reeves Productions. And uh, a group that's kind of getting into this very, I don't know, soundtrack kind of composerly feel on this release called Soft on Glass. Maybe a nod to Philip Glass, I'm not sure. Put a track called Diana from that one. And I thought I'd play some other kind of film work in front of it from Felix Kubin. Great German eccentric pop artist, composer who's done radio dramas, etc. This comes from his film music collection. We heard Bruder Lucifer from that one. It's kind of long-form, experimental, electronic music in front of that from Project Fork. And uh, we played some stuff from that uh, project uh, a while back. Had some tapes out on uh, both Numenal Loom and Orange Milk. It's a project by a guy named Neil Rinalda. And some of it's really long-form, dance floor-y, techno. Not all of it's something I'm... 100% into, but I like the track that we played there. Kind of went from this clattering electronic pulses into a, a throbbing beat there. The track from that one was called Ride Up from a new tape out on Sacred Phrases called K. And more sort of experimental electronic music in front of that one from Drift Machine out of Berlin, a duo out of Berlin. This comes out on Umor Rex, that uh, great label that has one of the coolest just kind of designs, packaging, and everything. They've done some great work. This one just came out this past month. It's called Colliding Contours. And if you like that track again, it kind of pushes off into uh, different directions. Very rhythmic, very uh, bassy and dubby in places, but also bringing in some odd sounds on top of that. And I think that second track was uh, one of the more standout ones on that album called Sans Solil. Another German outfit, taking it back to the early 80s with Kassaber. Some fellows involved in that one that probably are familiar names. Alfred Harth was in that, who now records as Alfred 23 Harth, who's put out a ton of stuff on uh, like Kendra Steiner editions. 
and uh, Chris Cutler was also involved in that group from uh, Henry Cow. And they were a group really kind of drawing from all kinds of uh, different influences, uh, jazz, punk, tape cut-up work, improvisation, and, uh, of course, part of the whole recommended records camp. And uh, there was a box set that came out that brought together all of their stuff that also has a DVD in it. But this comes from the release called Beauty and the Beast. And we heard a track called Last Call. I like that kind of like a little dial-in phone recording on that. And I guess they're a group kind of working like the group that started off the top of the set Red Square in a all-over-the-map kind of vein. You probably heard in that Red Square, though, a lot of scrunky, free jazz, no-wave type sounds. But again, that kind of prefigured that sound by several years. Recorded in the like early to mid-70s with that one. And this comes from a new collection that Gerson just put out called Rare and Lost 70s Recordings. And then again, we heard Nakamichi number three from that release. I'm going to head into the last couple of tracks here to wrap up the show. I'm going to start off with something from this forthcoming compilation called Fractures. And it kind of brings together a bunch of UK artists, maybe located outside of the city area in the uh, British countryside, who are drawing from kind of like the early 70s acid folk sound, kind of meshed with BBC radiophonic work, workshop electronics, things like that. Kind of a nice melding of those two uh, different styles. And it's got a very spooked feel to it, that kind of hauntological feel to it. And there's a number of standout tracks. Um, I'd considered playing something from Sprotly Smith, and I'll probably do that maybe uh, down the road. But I chose this one here from Keith Seatman instead to start us off. It's called Seeing the Invisible. And this is due out on a label called A Year in the Country as a CDR edition, kind of a handmade CDR edition here in the weeks ahead. I think it's early June when it comes out. Then I think I'm going to wrap up the show with just a little excerpt from William Bazinski's great Disintegration Loops. Kind of a nice way to drift off for the show. I'm actually going to be seeing Bazinski in a week, so I figured we would... uh, Revisit that material again. Looking forward to uh, catching him up at the Walker Art Center. But again, that's going to do it for uh, this installment of the show. If you do have any questions for me, you can always get in touch at fffreakout at hotmail.com. And if you'd like to check back and look at the playlist and uh, link up to the various releases played throughout the show, you can head over to freeformfreakout.com. But we'll head into this one again from Keith Seatman. And as always, thanks so much for listening. <laughs>